This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shalom Aleichem Rabotai. We are starting a new series. Uh, it's a short series, but it's going to be on understanding Mizmor Chavhei, which is the Mizmor that the Sfaradim and the Hasidim say by Nefilat uh, Paim, by doing Tachanun and Nefilat Paim. And many people don't really uh, give much importance, as they should, to Tachanun and to Nefilat Apayim. And what we're going to learn today, where Yaakov Abu Chatzir is going to introduce us to, is the awesome power of Nefilat Apayim. It's, oh, you have it right here. Oh, good. It's awesome, the awesome power of Nefilat Apayim. It's, um, and it's it's uh, it's meaning, okay? So it's going to be mizmor chafei that we're going to learn. Now, before we start learning mizmor chafei, which is le David Adonai lecha nafshi yasa. So I first want to speak a little bit about about this mizmor because we see that there are different minhagim. We see by the Ashkenazi minhag is when when tachanun is said. So. Uh, one falls on their left hand and, and, and says Tachanun. And we, we see the Sephardim not doing that. And you think, well, uh, maybe it's because the Sephardim are not really doing Nefilat Apayim. And there's truth to that. See, what happens is the following. This Mizmor, Mizmor Chafei, is so powerful, is so powerful that if we actually would do it and not have proper kavana, it's dangerous and it could harm us. Therefore, we don't want to do a legitimate nefilat apayim because if we do, we might get ourselves into trouble. Ashkenazim have a different mizmor that they don't say this mizmor chafhei. They have the mizmor Hashem al It's other psukim and it's not mizmor chafhei. Because of the awesome power of 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 mizmor chavhei, if it would be if it would be said without kavana, and you do it as you are throwing yourself the mesirat nefesh to Hashem, it could be harmful. So really, everybody agrees that this mizmor chavhei is so powerful. Just the question is, are you going to have proper kavana or not? I, Rav, Rav Eliyahu Abashol, Zichron Livrachai, was nifter a few months ago. He was the son of Rabbi Sina Bashol, told me that his father, Rabbi Sina Bashol, when he felt that he could have proper kavana in doing nefilat apayim, he would also go down. And that was the minhag of the Sfaradim a uh, hundred years ago. During nefilat apayim, they would also lean on their hand. But the, the Benishchai writes how if a person doesn't have proper kavana, during this mizmor, it might be counterproductive and dangerous. People started just reading it as a mizmor and not really going down. But if a person really feels that they feel that confident that they could really have kavana, it could be mitaken, it could rectify many, many things. I was actually uh, at Cholamoyed Pesach. I was, uh, I was in a Beta Knesset and in back of me, there was uh, an important Jew with a long beard. I asked him what his name is. He says his name is Rav Avadi Yosef important name. He's the grandson of Rav Avad Yosef, his father of Yaakov Yosef. 
And he, we were speaking about Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzir, and he told me that it's known that he, he was looking for exactly where it's written, that Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzir writes that if somebody does nefilat apayim, tachanun, and he has proper kavana, then it rectifies even the, the avera of, 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 of having relations with Anida. It's a big chidush. You know, that's the Yisro Karet. How could you have that? So I told him I didn't know exactly where that was written. But but he speaks in a few places about Nefilat Abayim. And I think we once spoke about in this shir what Rav Yaka Abu says. That the only Avera that that um, sufferings are not Mechapra for. And it's only Chas Shalom death is what? Is what Avera? Chilul Hashem. Chilul Hashem. Uh, uh, desecrating Hashem's name. So the, and the, uh, the, the, um, the only way is lo aleinu when a person is, is niftar and there's son kiddush Hashem that happens that, that there's, uh, that, that, that he, he that the, the name of Hashem is sanctified so that takes over the chilul Hashem. Says of Yaakov Abu when somebody does nefilat apayim, he's basically entering the zone of death, ke'ilu, because after he finishes Shmona Esra, he was in the highest world of Atzilut. Right away he goes down to the lower world, which is why he takes three steps back. And he's entering the world of Klipot, the world of, it's a little dangerous. So he's Musar Nefesh, he says, Hashem won't do everything for you. It's like he died, and that even rectifies Chilul Hashem. So that's a massive Chilul we once said from Yagav Abu And here, he's going to have in the Sefer, Aleph Bina, after he goes to the whole Mizmor Kufiutet, he's going to continue on Mizmor Chathay, and he's going to say, and he's going to introduce us to the power of Nefilat Apayim. And that's where we're going to start. Okay? And in order to start, he's going to give an introduction from the words of the Arizal. On Nefilat Apayim. On this Tachanun. And I think after we're going to learn this series together, in a few, you know, we're going to take a few weeks to learn this proper, proper subject of Nefilat Apayim. I don't think that we'll ever be able to approach Tachanun the same as we did beforehand. You know, some people, they say, oh, there, there's some Rebbe's site or this, let's not do Tachanun. That's, you know, that, that, that might be sometimes a halachic justification in certain times. But, but according to the Arizal, Tachanun is an integral uh, part of Tfilah that shouldn't be skipped just like that. That shouldn't be skipped. You know, it's part of Tfilah and it's got an important purpose. After Shmona Esra, you know the Rambam writes that what's ta- what's Nefilah Tapayim? He says, literally prostrate yourself on the ground. Pishut Yadayim Viraglayim. So then people started doing a little bit more till now we're sitting and, and we, and we go on our, on, on our hands. But the original Nefilah Tapayim is after you, you pray to Hashem, you say, Hashem, I'm all yours. I'm prostrating myself. So what's the secret behind it? It says the result of the following. In Priyaz Chaim, Shah Nefilah Tapayim. That a person, after he, he sees, he, he, he unified Hashem's name. Basically, which is Rav Yaakov is going to speak about today. He unified Hashem's name in tefillah. When you pray to Hashem, it's not only the, it's not a session of asking Hashem what you want. It's about connecting and really bringing unity to Hashem's name. L'shem Yichud, right? And when a person does that, it's like he's staring at Hashem in the face almost. He, 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 it's, it's so powerful. He has to fall on his face, limsor atzmolimita, because now he's going away from the king and queen. He he wants to give himself over to Hashem. So it says the Arizal, when a person does nefilat apayim, he says nafshi isa, 
I'm going to give my nefesh. He starts saying the following. Rachum v'chanun chatanu lefanecha. Rachum resh. Chanun chet. I'm sorry. Rachum resh v'chanun vav. Chatanu chet. Rashi tevot ruach. Then nafshi isa. It's written in Nefilat Apayim three times nefesh. Nafshi isa. In Mizmur Chafei that is. That David Amelach wrote. Nafshi Yesa, then in Pasuk Yud Gimel, Nafshi Betov Talin, and in Pasuk Chav, Shamra Nafshi. Because in three parts of the Nefesh, the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama, a person rectifies, together with his Ruach. So that's Rachum Vichanun, Chatanu Lefnecha, Ledavid Hashem Elecha, Nafshi Yesa. And when he does that, he's giving his, his, his whole self to Hashem, he's going to, he's going to get that, he's going to get that, uh, that, 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 that purity, because he gave himself over to Hashem. And not only that, says the, uh, says the Arizal. There is in, um, in, in the, in, in the, in the Mizmor Chavhei, an unbelievable thing, you're gonna have a few psukim that start with Aleph. Elecha Adonai Navshiyasa, that's Pasuk Aleph. Pasuk Bet Elohai Bechabatachti. And, and, um, and pene elai vechoneni. I'm sorry, so that's a double, that's double times. In other words, it's written double letters by elecha adonai nevshele bebachadarti and double letters by pei of pene elai vechoneni pede elohim and by otresh reoni veamali reoivai. You take aleph pei reish, it's efer, which is dust. But Ephra could also be turned turned around and could be considered Pe'er, a crown. So you could be going down, but eventually you're going you're gonna go up and you're gonna be able to have a Pe'er. So says the says the Arizal, the purpose of Nefilat Apain is really to give a person a sense that he's lifting himself up. And he and says the Arizal, when somebody does Nefilat Apain properly, he's going to have many different advantages. And he's gonna tell us eight advantages. Are you ready to hear this? Number one. You're made into a new human being. You rejuvenate yourself with nefilat apayim. Remember this, guys. Number two, you give strength to yourself to fight against the yitzhara when you have a, a kavana during nefilat apayim. Number three, you add on to yourself extra wisdom to sefet sechel. Imagine if you have kavana by nefilat apayim, all these things you're getting, all having wisdom as well. Number four, you're going to have extra dvekut with Hashem. You connect, you're gonna have a better line of communication and connection to Hashem. Number five, you will be zoche to have a mesila, which is a pathway. You're gonna have the track to Hashem. Like it says, Ashri Adam Ozlo Bach Mesilot Bilvavam, that when you have this oz that you got during the Filata Paim, you're going to have this mesila to Hashem. So you're gonna, you're gonna figure out your proper pathway to Hashem. Sometimes you're confused about that Hashem, what's the proper path? Through the Filata Paim, Hashem will Give you direction in life. Number six, you're going to give hashpa'a to the shechina. You're going to give, you're going to give the shechina, Hashem's presence, you're going to give it more, more, more energy. Number seven, you're going to avoid chataim. Enchet baleyado. Elchet is not going to come so easy to you. And number eight, im bimoto, omrim lo shalom ikuv. Okay, that's something else when at the time of a person's death, they'll say shalom to him easily. That's beyond us. But those are the eight ma'alot that the, that the, that the Arizal writes that when a person doesn't feel at time, he's zochetu. Incredible stuff. Now comes along the Arizal and he says the following. 
that when a person when a person does nefilat apayim, he has to remember that he is rectifying uh, the 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 the, the and what he's doing is that he is that he, he's uh, he's going to be miyached. He's going to bring together the 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 unity of Hashem. And there's two ways how to do that. Number one, through tefillah. Because that's what a korban does. A korban is a mikarev you to Hashem, and tefillah is like a korban, which just brings you closer. Which it was, it was miyached the name of Hashem together. And number two, through tzedakah. So because when a person gives tzedakah properly, also he's miyached the name of Hashem, like it says, vayama tzedakah shalom. Okay, so a tefillah and tzedakah, a person also gets to to, uh, to this level of. Um, of of, uh, of of connecting to Hashem. So I gave, I think, enough introduction for us to really get to the first Pasuk. And that's all we're going to do today. The first Pasuk of Nefilat Abayim. Pretty amazing, huh? All, all, this, all, this, all this power of Nefilat Abayim. And when you, next time you do it, you're really going to appreciate its, its, uh, it, it, its impact that it can have. So we say to Hashem, number one, says Rav Yaakov Abu Chatzira, we don't say, Le David Mizmor or Mizmor Le David. Notice. We say Le David Adunai Lecha Nafshi It's not written Mizmor. Why don't we have the word Mizmor, a praise, a song in the Filatapaim? Says Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera, because it's a time that you're giving yourself over a chas v'sholom for Mesiru Nefesh. Like you're giving yourself over to Hashem. It's not a time to sing a mizmor. It's, it's kind of like a very intense moment. Mizmor is, is a, a happier time. Says Rav Yaakov, Me'achar deshat mitahu, V'safek tikabel namsho sabek tinitchit. He doesn't know if Hashem can accept him or not. Lo nachon lomar mizmor. So we don't say, Le David mizmor, or mizmor le David. We start saying, Le David Adonai elecha nafshi esa. Okay? That's number one. Now what does that mean? Elecha nafshi esa. Since Hashem, I prepared myself to do tshuva umasim tovim, and I prayed, and I connected the name of Hashem of Yud Kevavke, which is, by the way, why it's so important to give tzedakah during tefillah, right, by Vayvarach David, because you also have that connection of tefillah and tzedakah together. Imken, since these two things are powerful, ra'uy elecha since I did tefillah and I did tzedakah, I'm ready to do nefilat apayim and I'm not afraid. Now, what are the Rashi Tevot of Le David Elecha Adonai Nafshi? I'm sure you calculated on your mind, especially the accountants over here. Lamed, Aleph, Yud, Nun, Rashi Tevot. What's the gematria? 91. What's 91? It's the gematria of Yud Kei Vavke and the name of Adnud, Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. What did we do during nefilat apayim? We united the name of Hashem. So Le David Elecha Nafshi Asa, Rashi Tevot. 91, that I united the name of Yud Kevavke with Adnud, and Nafshi Esa. What's, what, what is the word Esa? Aleph, Shin, Aleph. You put Aleph and Aleph together. One plus one is? Oh, there you go. Accounting school. One plus one is two, and that's a bet. So, Al, Shin, and Bet is Shav. Nafshi Esa, I, and I was Shav Beteshuva. You take the Aleph, Aleph, you put it together, it's bet. So, Nafshi, Esa, I'm, I was shav b'tshuva. That, in other words, when a person does nefilat apayim, he's really doing teshuva. And that's why, that's why he says my nefesh, because the nefesh is also a gematria, nefesh is gematria met. It's like I'm, I, 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 it's like I am totally nullified and dead from the world. And that is the introduction to nefilat apayim. 
basically. Next time we're going to see you give yourself over to Hashem and you're basically Mesiru Nefesh. How do you get out of it and how do you stay alive? But, but imagine, don't be scared about it because if you do it and you have proper kavana, you rejuvenate yourself, says the Arizal. And he gives you eight different um, dimensions where a person rejuvenates himself. So once again, if you let the Paim, it's a powerful time of Mesiru Nefesh and when he does it, he's zuchet many, many ma'alot and when he does that, he says, he's going to do through tefillah and through tzedakah and eventually he's going to be able to give his Nefesh to Hashem and and he's giving himself over and he's going to rejuvenate him. We'll continue the Mizmor next time. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com